The Golden Knights can't overcome a four-goal Ducks first period onslaught as VGK returns from the holiday break by dropping their fourth consecutive game, a 5-2 to loss in Anaheim. We will break it down for you right here next on Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. I thought that Chris would be joining us today from his Tuscaloosa studio. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. Go to FanDuel.com slash on. So, Chris, I'm going to start off from the top here. Goaltending. In that loss last night, 5-2 to two, VGK, they give up uh, four big goals, and they never recover after the first period. And following the game, again, and goaltending still is a huge question mark for the VGK. Uh, Bruce Cassidy, uh, after Logan Thompson gave up, I would say at least a couple of very soft goals Fair. in that game. Uh he said that you need saves, and he also referred to back when Robin Leonard was out last season, mm. and Laurent Brossois came in, uh, took some good shots. I felt some healthy shots at uh, Logan Thompson. Said you need to be, pl- uh, you need to play better. The goalies need to be uh, playing better, and the defense needs to play better in front of them. But he said, "Hey, you know what? We don't want to poop all over the goalies here." And then he and then he continues on, and what does he do? He poops on Logan Thompson, the goalie. Don't yeah, you, did you get that vibe? No, he definitely did, and I I, mean, I credit all the questions in there and stuff like that to really give us a perspective of uh, where Coach Cassidy's mind is right now, and it's not in supporting the goaltenders. I think we can start with that. Um, Cassidy starts off by saying, okay, we're in a hole in the first period. We didn't check well. In our pre-scout, we saw they score goals this way, blah, 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 blah. You need saves. There's an opportunity for goalies right now. Mentioned about Robin Lehner going down and the opportunities for Logan Thompson, Yuri Patera, and, of course, Aiden Hill. Whenever When we see him back, God knows. Apparently, Aiden Hill is the savior in Bruce Cassidy's mind right now. Amazing what what a difference a year makes, first of all, but we'll talk about that another time, I guess. For sure, for sure. Um, and then he says he doesn't want it to become a, a poop emoji fest of a post-game presser. And then he keeps on going about the goaltending. So <laughs> Needs to be better, right? <laughs> Logan was an all-star, but he needs to make saves. Uh, Bruce, no one needed to poop on him. You pooped on him. No, and... If there's one spot where I'm going to dog on Cassidy a little bit, it's this post game. <clears throat> you know, let's look at Logan Thompson's situation right now. Dude was friggin' hobbled in a relief effort, gets the job done, thought there's going to be an e bug coming in, plays another game, probably still injured, and then has an upper body injury, whether that's accurate or not, who knows, but that's what was announced. And then he goes on Logan Thompson to miss a couple of games. 
And now he's back and he's given everything. Logan is trying his hardest. And, you know, if this, if Logan wasn't hurt and there was this stuff happening, okay, fine. You know, you want to dog on him a little bit, but look at the situation. Uh, this is the type of thing that got Cassidy some concerns in the locker room. Stuff that I wrote about over the summer with, um, for Vegas hockey now. And this is where he needs to dial it back a little bit. This would not be the time to put all of this on the goaltending. Did Logan have a good game last night? <clears throat> no. Yeah. Is it as bad of a game as the fan base is making it out to be? Nah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. It, it was, was pretty bad. bad. And it you was can't bad. be blaming, okay, they had a three-day break, and I'm tired of hearing, again, these narratives that are sort of nonsensical about, oh, the team is tired. Why? Because they overdid it with the eggnog. Why? Uh, the best shout-out of the night, uh, I forget who said it uh, last night, he called him San Bernardino Bruce. So thank you for updating the geography there. Alec Martinez. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. good, right? Uh, Alec Martinez, man, his little presser, he was really fired up. After the 5-2 to two loss, he said that the team was not ready to play the game against the Ducks. He didn't say, he didn't skirt anything. He didn't say, oh, you know what, we were tired. Well, you know what? LT might be injured still. Nothing. He just said that they weren't prepared. Who does that reflect on? Coaching. Coaching. It does. It really does. You know, when you start to think about it, he said there was a disconnect with his teammates. Man, he just kept going on and on. And then three days off, come out slow, turning the puck over. And the result, VGK digs that really big hole after the first period. Where they allowed four goals to the Ducks of all teams. This I is... thought we were going to get even a lacrosse goal out of that game last night by Z. Why not, right? Why not? Um... I mean, they gave them everything. They gave them the heat, but there was no support. And you know what? I'm going to also, I'm going to take the task a little bit here because I've been holding back a little bit. Peter Angelo. I, I don't think he's playing well defensively. Petrangelo, I don't think, is playing well defensively. I just see him getting hung out to dry. And I don't know how you're going to grade him or what you're going to say about him. But he's a step slow getting back defensively. And to me, that's the bottom line. You can say what you want. I mean, he's a minus three last night, so they're not going to defend anything on that. Yeah. yeah. He when was they gave him four goals in the first period, how many of those goals was he out there for? So, listen, it's everything is fair. The criticism is fair. And what Cassidy said isn't necessarily wrong. I'm going to keep going back to that. But, you know, this is where Cassidy needs to find a different way to motivate, energize, whatever terminology you want to use, because <clears throat> the team knows they're struggling, right? The team knows they are struggling. A veteran Stanley Cup bunch knows they are struggling. They know how to fix this better than Coach Cassidy knows how to fix this because they've done it before. They had a bad middle third of the last season, which is exactly where we are right now. It's the middle third of the season. It's the dog days of summer. You can argue whether January is the toughest month on an NHL athlete or February or or March, however you want to look at this. Um, but it's a tough time right now. And I guess, Tony, you, you love talking about the excuses and stuff. I'm just glad that Cassidy didn't come out and say, we played the most games. Like He did I, say I, that. He did say what it again. Mean? Yes, he oh, said it. God. He said it again. What do you mean? I got I got so caught no, up on playing. everything else. Like no, was, he said, he said we played. I was going to ask you about that. We played the the most games, right? Uh, we didn't have any time over the summer because we won the cup. 
We come back, play the most games. There's a little bit of credence to this, but I just think that they're leaning too heavily on that. And then one of the things that they were stressing last night uh, on the broadcast was, well, this team doesn't have time to practice now and they're playing too many games. Okay, just quit it with the excuses. That's the only thing that bothers me. They're going to stink. They're going to play well. We know they're going to come back. They're probably going to come back and blitz the Kings tonight because that's the way that this team is, right? Like that would be nice if they flows. could. There are ebbs and flows to this season and to every national nice. season. Yeah, I mean that'd be great if the Golden Knights can do that, so they can remind everyone that they are who you know we all would like them to be, and you know they are who we thought they were. There we go, Dennis Green, rest in peace, I guess. But. As far as that narrative with the most games played, right? Vegas 36, Seattle 36, Cal 1, 2, 3, Gary 35, San Jose 35, Colorado 35, Carolina 35, Columbus 36. So, yes, they've played the most games in 36. With a short with a short summer, and I'll give them that. But, oh, okay, enough fine, of that. Fine, fine. But I would have anticipated a slow start to the season. Yeah. And then Absolutely. this is when the team starts to figure things out, not the other way around. I mean, it's not like the Golden Knights were catching teams off guard early in the season. They were not. Everyone knew who the Golden Knights were. They're Stanley Cup champions. They know their defensive structure, their good goaltending, and just that good defensive structure is why they won as many hockey games as they did last year. That hasn't changed. So it's on the team, whatever's happening right now. The Golden Knights are not a bad team. They're not a a team all of a sudden that is not a Stanley Cup contender, although VGK uh, fandom seems to think otherwise. I mean, half of uh, my timeline wanted to Logan Thompson in the AHL yesterday. Like, what the heck are you guys talking about? Uh, he's not about? playing well, though. He's not seeing the puck well. No, of well. course he's not playing well. He's not well. moving well, you know, all of that. But no, again, and that's all fair, but... The defense hasn't helped him. Did you say? Did you think there were two of the five goals were softies? Uh, the five-hole goal was absolutely terrible. That was number think, five, right? That was the yeah. That was goal. the that was the icing on the cake. Yeah. And then one more goal got my attention, where he probably like, like you look at the Jamie Drysdale goal, where he just walks right in. But Logan Jamie had a Drysdale hasn't scored a goal in a year and a half. This is yeah, the first goal he, in a year. But he and also. A half. I know to he be was fair, injured. that injury, he had an injury at T-Mobile. I didn't play a lot of that year and a half. But. Right, of course, but that's still, you know, a stat. And then uh, Jackie Gleason, Brett Leeson. <laughs> Jackie Gleason, that's good. Two goals last night in the game. And then five power play opportunities for the VGK. Stone cashes in on one of them. Martinez, the other goal for the Golden Knights. And just one opportunity, which they killed, uh, for the Anaheim Ducks, a team that they're struggling with. And, I'm going to credit John Gibson, too, because I thought he, had a good game. he played he a, a pretty game. good game. He yeah. really did, right? He had um, uh, stopped a lot of point-blank opportunities. One thing that's kind of lost on this, um, Retrano absolutely lays out Mike Amadio. I don't think it was a dirty hit. Was it a necessary hit? We can argue about that, but it was not a dirty hit. I'm on the next page, dude. Like, I was turning the page. This is a long first segment here. Um, but... William Carlson is the first one over to go do something. Okay, no, fine. no, 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 Whatever. no, no. He skated over. He skated over at least. Did you and see that on any replay? I no, saw. Nothing. I did not. Is no, it no, bad? No. Again, did it happen? No, it's a moral. Oh, fair enough. Okay, fair. Enough. Okay, I follow what you're saying. <laughs> That's um, what they were saying on TV. And William Carlson goes over there to have some words with Vetrano. Yeah, okay. He was going to get wiped up again like he did the other day. 
and that's my point. Yo, who Carlson got drilled in that? Oh man, he got popped. <laughs> he but thought he was, fair, he was throwing punches back. At least, I mean, you don't see yeah, that. Too well, often. he started and thought he was gonna. He, they called him a fake tough guy there in Florida. I mean, who's ever he thought accused he was Carlson? Get away with a couple of punches and then lights out. Come who's on. ever accused Carlson of being a real tough guy? Like Florida <laughs> missed the mark on that one, but <laughs> no one makes Vitrano respond that's and that's You're what right. i don't like i saw that's, your tweet i was gonna bring um, that up in the broadcast they mentioned uh, i think it was ashley mentioned the coaching staff said they want the team playing for each other in the third period okay vitrano wipes out amadio with a borderline hit call it what it is in a three-goal game when there's like six minutes left next shift vitrano's out there i don't care who it is someone's gotta got to get him to drop the gloves or at least make the attempts at least make the attempt and then amadio gets a little swing at uh gibson's head there i don't know if that, that was on purpose check. or not I, it was on purpose come on they showed i think replay. it was on purpose i think he it hit was him in the head yeah i think i think amadio and no took penalty, a little no, no penalties though that was the best no part. gibson gibson went uh hextall on him and uh just put him on his uh on his keister for a second there and i mean you know had some fun moments to that game I know that we're running late on this segment, That's but okay. we also we also heard Cassidy take a swipe at the other guy too. He pooped on him as well, right? Yeah, I mean there was you know. he, like yeah, Yerry Pateras that's supposed to be better, or whatever. They're not stopping the puck. So I'm really curious to see. I mean, let's just let's just assume things go bad to worse, right? You got the Kings coming in, very good road team. Let's assume Golden Knights just, and I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. Like you said, Tony, they're probably going to probably going to win seven to one and shock everybody. But let's just assume the worst of the worst happens, and they they drop this one five to one, two or three questionable goals. Woof! It'll be a fun. Yeah. I'll be there is front and center tonight, tonight, guys. I'll be there front and center. We'll is, see what is happens. Is it Patera tonight? It should be Patera, but but they kind of that's where they screwed it up in this rotation too. Well, when they started him that one game that, he, that Thompson shouldn't have started, right? In the next segment, the we'll Carolina talk about game? who the starting goalie is going to be tonight for the Kings because the Kings did it right. Okay. Coming up next, like we that? will like take that? a look. Oh, good segue. Uh, VGK meets those aforementioned Kings the final time of the season. This is so stinking rigged, and they both played back-to-backs and the games at the Fortress tonight, and we'll get into that. We return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Jack Eichel scores 100 points. VGK wins the Stanley Cup again. And if you want to win 100 times your money, play Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. That's right. It's all possible with those scenarios. Uh, But to have a chance at all, you really do need to play. You need to step up big and play Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper as the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. Sleeper is our top choice with daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win up to 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest. So you need to pick some studs like Nikita Kucherov, 58 points now. Nathan McKinnon has 56. Austin Matthews with 28 goals, Chris. Quinn Hughes is leading in plus minus at a plus 28. Cam Talbot, 206 goals against average. Second to one, Aiden Hill, who definitely has been stopping the puck. So we're not going to poop on him. And again, with studs like that, all you need to do is more or less make uh, 
predictions and stats for those stars. You heard us VGK fans a hundred times payouts on sleeper. So start paying attention, get your picks right so that you could win big. Use the promo code locked on NHL and you will get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details. Welcome back from Locked On Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Tuscaloosa. Chris Golick. I don't know. What part of Alabama were you in? We were basically about 25 minutes north of Huntsville in a little town called Hazel Green. Wow. Nice, uh, nice little country area. The houses actually have huge yards, not a lot of fences even. Um, brick houses because in, in storm shelters because the... The storms do a hit over the summertime, and you gotta be ready. For, or even the wintertime, you gotta be ready for that down there. But a lot of fun. I, I missed the mountains, but I did not miss the mountains for the four days we were there. Just seeing some. I want to say it was green because it was far from green. It was more like uh, that Midwest uh, mustard-colored grass, you know. But it was it was still nice to see. My my kids loved uh, playing in the backyard, playing soccer every day, and we did some s'mores on uh, two nights ago. That was a lot of fun. It was just a perfect trip and super thankful to the in-laws for just giving us an absolutely perfect Christmas. Nice. And that sounds like it was a lot of fun. And did you post a ton of photos, though? No? Nope. No. No selfies. I didn't see any selfies. No. Amanda put up some stuff from Christmas. And Chris has two Stanley Cups. So he's he walked away, walked away a winner. And a shout out to a game called Uno Attack. Parents out there. No, wait, Uno wait, games, wait. Uno Attack. No way, because I'm supposed to, me, one of my friends are supposed to play a board game on New Year's Eve after we go out on the town. So what is this Uno Attack? I must All ask. right, Uno Attack, really quickly. If you know how the basic game of Uno works. I don't. I'm going to have to it and cheat. If you're right? unable, it's it's super even. You can handle it, Tony. Um, but if, you're, if it's your turn and you can't make a play, instead of drawing a card off the deck, picture like a, a an auto shuffler. Uh, in the Bellagio, uh, in a continuous, a continuous shoe or something like that, you press the button to draw a card. It might draw. It might give you a card. It might give you six cards. It might give you no cards. That's the mystery of. Uh, of so Uno this is Attack. a new it's new a version. I don't I can... know. There's there's a hundred versions, but this is the one variation the one? that I enjoy. This All right, I'm going to put this one out there. And Uno I'm Attack. Gonna, Uno I'm Attack. It's, it's great. Buy that one, huh? As a, oh yeah, it's great. Uno price. Attack all day. Okay. So uh, Kings winning four or five, VGK drops four in a row. Uh, the third and final time the VGK and the Kings meet this season, which is really unfortunate because they've waged some really good battles. The Kings are better. They are the road warriors. VGK won in Los Angeles in the opener. That was the game where Jack Eichel scored the game winner on the shootout. And then the Kings won here in Las Vegas uh, four to one that was their seventh consecutive road win when they started off the season la enters the night just three points behind the vgk and again tail end of the back-to-back we saw the kings win last night against san jose four to one while the vgk lost uh, down in anaheim and just three points now it's one of those huge four-point games can't stress that enough and here's a Kings team, Chris, 13-1-1 and on the road this season to start the season. 11-0 and before 
that uh, OT loss, I think it was, to the Islanders, and then they lost the following game to the Rangers. But this is going to be a big game for VGK, and we've seen this happen before. We've we've seen this movie before where VGK will play awful one night and then come back, and they would play like the Stanley Cup champions. And the toughest thing for them to do tonight is to play a physical game. Uh, what they're going to need to do is – the neutral zone last night, just the way that they played through the neutral zone offensively and defensively was horrendous. And Cassidy said one of the keys to the game tipped us off a little. They need to play harder in front of the net and they can't turn the puck over. Those turnovers are just crushing this team. So if we want to play Las Vegas bookie for a second here, Golden Knights are a 20. 20- no, 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 no. <clears throat> Las Vegas bookie plus like Uno plus. There, attack, attack, but yeah, attack. Oh, geez, attack. <laughs> Blew you the wrong thing. Yeah, it's a bad thing. All right, so you have, like you said, the 13 and one and one Kings on the road traveling to Vegas. The Kings are only, I say only, they're only a 20% fa- uh, a 20 cents favorite. Uh, the Kings are minus 120. VGK is even money. If I had to guess, I can go on covers.com right now and look and see the public is probably pretty in favor of the Kings in this game. So this is a spot where the 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 square in me, and I'm not even anywhere close to a square, but, or the sharp in me, I'm nowhere near a sharp better, but if I was, this would be where I would look at this game and think VGK is going to do really well tonight. It's just based on the line, based on the lack of public support, just based on a lot of things. So We'll start there. Um, if there's another positive in tonight's game, you mentioned the neutral zone, puck management, all of those important things. The Kings play a style that forces the Golden Knights to play patient, right? They're going to clog up the neutral zone, all the things you said. They're going to make it tough for VGK to skate the puck across the red line and the blue line. So this is a simplify things type of game. I've talked about it's It's a broken record every time. The Golden Knights play the Kings because I say the same dang thing every time. Golden Knights need to attack. Obviously, one three one. Yeah, but yeah, if you that uh, makes Uno, sense. Uno attack it. I like that. <laughs> Attacks our word, but you know that first breakout pass from behind the goal line. Obviously, that's of grave importance. And then getting the puck deep and wearing down the defenseman. Yes, the Kings played the Sharks last night, but they still played a game last night. There's going to be some tired legs, as the Golden Knights are going to have even more tired legs, even though they're going to be at home tonight. But get pucks deep, wear down the Kings defenseman with checking in the corner, create puck luck by wearing them down, which will lead to opportunities as the game progresses. A boring first period where the shots are 6-5 to five or 8-7 to seven and no goal scored is fine. It's fine. And then as the game progresses, those little dump-ins will lead to opportunities, especially maybe on a power play when the defense is weakened from getting hit after hit after hit. So who on the Golden Knights besides a Colasar, besides a March or so, Carrier not even out there, obviously. You know, there needs to be some more physicality in tonight's game. Amadio. And Amadio, definitely, as long as he's not hurting from last you night. You know what? Yeah, exactly. He might. He's going to be sore today. He's going to be sore. And, and forgive me, I don't know, is Carrier... A healthy scratch or injuries? Because he took that weird fall, I know. And I think in it's still injuries. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, so Carrier, we we can assume he's probably not going to be out there. And 
You know, Pavel Dorofiev, we'll talk about him for a second. He was very noticeable wow. in, uh, in last night's game. Unfortunately, yeah. his defense, though, did hurt the goal, did hurt the Golden Knights on the Drysdale goal. Most uh, um, shots on goal five in his five career. shots tied March or so. So, you know, Dorofiev really want to see him in the lineup on a daily basis. I don't care how it happens. I want it to happen. But if he's a passenger like the whole team was yesterday, but if he's a passenger on these plays where, you know, players just, you know, sneak right down the slot and the same thing happened on, uh, it was whatever the rebound goal was where Mark Stone was just caught in La La Land watching it as well. So, you know, that stuff needs to improve. And for Dorofiev, same thing. Yeah, you need better rebound control regardless of who uh, the goaltender is. And again, uh, Petrangelo got beat on that play, too. And that's what happened. Everyone got beat on every play. Stone got beat badly. Uh, Petrangelo got beat badly. Dorofiev didn't play defense. Like, there's a whole shoe of things that happened. If there's something to be thankful of, it all happened in one game. Maybe tonight will be a little bit better. Maybe In one game, bro. Four it's been happening games. a lot, but it's been <laughs> happening a lot. What I'm yeah. saying is it all compounded it last night. You're saying. you're saying I'll take a blowout where it all happens versus yeah. a four to three loss where they had a terrible goal late that cost them a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I still feel, and I tweeted out after you texted me late last night. And I said, I tweeted out earlier that I felt maybe Cassidy is somewhat losing his voice with the team. Now, just early on, is he yelling him too much? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Seriously, like, like, like he's hoarse, but yeah, yeah, that too. Coming up next, of course, we've got our lock. Yeah, I want to hey, let me respond to that one. That, that, that's a long stop, but let's just respond to that for one second. So, I don't know, man. I thought we're, yeah, we're, we're going we're going long right now, but that's okay. It's first day back. We missed a couple first day shows, back so we'll from Tuscaloosa, wherever. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, so is Cassidy losing? Roll tide. The concern is Cassidy is maybe wearing the team a little bit thin. Is that what, what you're saying right now? Perhaps, perhaps. Okay. Just like there was a, a point in the first period where, you know, he was just turning beat red, San Berdu, Bruce, right? And he That's was pretty, just like, That's pretty he was awesome. turning. I love that. <laughs> he was turning red in the game and uh, with not tan aided, but he was just really mad. And I just had a sense that they weren't listening uh, to anything that he said in the past. I felt that when he really made a point, they would definitely listen and they would, quote, turn the tide. I had to get the tide in there, too, for you. So a few things here really quite fast, and we will roll on to our final segment. But is Cassidy maybe on the team a lot, and could it be you know wearing the team a little bit thin? Absolutely. It's fair. It's what a coach's job is. And the other thing I'll say is this is where – I made the comments where we talk about the shelf life of coaches that, you know, the Golden Knights have a two and a half year average. And that includes one coach that took the team to a Stanley Cup final, another coach to two straight Western Conference finals. So the fact that Cassidy won a Stanley Cup for the Golden Knights, and I say Cassidy won a Stanley Cup for, he, he was did. a big part of why the Golden Knights won a Stanley Cup. Probably a better way to say that. It's not going to protect them. It's not going to protect him. And if something like this does continue into, let's just say this is right now, this moment today on December the 28th is where everything started to go downhill. You know, a year from now, it could be a different thing with Coach Cassidy. You just never know. But I do think it's a little premature to suggest that he's losing the locker room or he's wearing the team out or anything like that. But 
like we keep hearing, there's cause for concern right now. There was a concern after losing three in a row. Now it's four in a row. And you look at Cassidy's presser, it's fair to at least acknowledge that Cassidy is as, uh, is un, as unwound as the team is right now. I'll mm-hmm. leave that. Yeah, definitely unhinged there. Um, it is the Cassidy attack. Cassidy attack. Coming up next, we'll have our locks of the night. Is it safe now to go to the next break? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I let's go. Okay, locks of the night in our predictions. Welcome back, Chris. Coming up next right here on Locked On Golden Knights. As the weather gets colder and there's no snow in the Midwest, what in the world? Uh, the NFL offers to stay hot on FanDuel. Uh, right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. They pay you off right after the game and all of that. There's a wide range of betting options, including the point spread, player props, over-unders, which are totals, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And get into the action this NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. Welcome back to Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Don't forget, tomorrow already, the final WTF of the year. I can't wait for the final day of the year. That's one, two, three, one, two, three. 12, 31, 23. One, two, three, one, two, three. Cool. I've been waiting for that day all year. Okay, uh, and of course, Saturdays, we've got the Chris and Chris Show, which is our YouTube exclusive. You could only get that, folks, on the Locked On Golden Knights YouTube channel. Okay, it is that time for our locks of the night. In our just us today, just us today. Wow, you got no response. Yeah, they're no, I got a response. They're, they're already upstairs playing Wii or something. No, no, no. They had three days off and they're tired. They need to practice. They're, they're, they're playing Uno Attack. They're playing Uno Attack this morning. So we have the team that has played the most games, right, in the NHL against the team that has played the fewest games, I believe. Jump and jump in the narrative. Get in that narrative. Just roll around like a pig in the dirt right now, Tony. Amongst amongst the the fewest team, uh, fewest games for a team in the National Hockey League. Keep going. My Ice might be bad. Ice could be bad. Real bad ice, uh, no practice, you know, that's, yeah, no practice. Uh, And uh, I think that uh, I've got in overtime, a Fiala goal beats the VGK four to three in overtime. Why are they only, okay, let's play the Ducks eight times this year. No, no, no. Let's play San Jose 10 times. And then you play the LA Kings rigged just three times and it's over. The entire series is over by the end of the year. Come on, man. I don't That's know. not right. That's just not right. That's just not. And the fans demand to see this matchup now. It's a good matchup. I mean, you look at you look at uh, go on Axis right now. Tickets are super expensive, and there's not really? a lot available. This is gonna be a it's gonna be a very a lot of Kings fans tonight. I'll bet a lot of Kings fans coming. You think so? Yeah. Are they pretty excited about that team now? Yeah, they should be. Up. Why wouldn't they be? Okay. We didn't even talk about this in the preview. 
So Riddich started against the Sharks, so they can roll. That. They can roll Talbot out. Talbot. Assuming there's not an injury with Talbot that I don't know about. No, he's ready to go. Two point oh six. So Copley is the one that's injured, or do they send him down? They sent him down. They sent Copley down uh, earlier this season. So gotcha. Uh, yeah, he just I don't know. He was playing like the other guy, I guess, and then they just sent him down. So I've got a four three overtime win for the Kings tonight. I can't go with the VGK until proven otherwise. I don't know how they just come out of these doldrums. There was just no life in that first period. Yes, they rallied back. I thought if they cut it to two goals, uh, the deficit, that they would have a chance in the third period. But they just gave up that big goal, number five, which is I think that was a killer for VGK last night. What two Golden Knights are going to do something tonight? Oh, we have to do that. Well, Mark Stone is on a heater. I'm going to go with the Mark Stone. And uh, then I'm going to also go with Dorofia if, if he's in the lineup. That move last night was tremendous. And he almost that was nice. And he got the rebound, too. He got the rebound. Yeah. No, that was a real good play. So that's that's how I would take shots. So you have two shots on goal right there, you know. Yeah. And I would even stab at it a third time, even if the goalie secures it and get like three or four shots out of that one shot. Um, I'm going to go with March or so just because this is where games like this, when things don't go well is when March. Or so really, you know, March or so either said something in the locker room yesterday or will say something before today's game. Oh. And he will put his money where his mouth is. Oh, did you catch the open mic? I just saw your tweet, but I didn't catch your open mic. Whoever the other player was, when they separated him, he called him a B-word. And Nowadays, you got to be careful with that. <laughs> and put a Friday in front of that. Yeah, no, you got you to gotta be careful about that these days. <laughs> um, yeah. March is so, and Dorofiev, I've, I've, I'm with you on Dorofiev, is going to have an effect on the outcome of the game. I think the goal is play a better game, but I'm going 3-2 LA Kings. Just come up shorts. Just come up short. Good game. A game that wouldn't feel that bad if the Golden Knights weren't in this funk that they're in right now. Yeah, and then they'll have three days. Oh, um, you know what? That's not. Is this the last one before the winter. This is the last one before yeah. the winter. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, before the first. So, if they can get a W, I think they'll beat Seattle uh, in the first game there in the winter. Classic. <laughs> and then they get Florida to come back next Thursday. Hell, oh, that's awesome. They're that's playing so hot fun. and they're playing well, and that's going to be a good rematch. Uh, don't forget, coming up on tomorrow's show, it is WTF, our feature each and every week. If something good or bad happened with your team, with the Vegas Golden Knights, you and let that. us know. Love oh, that. boy, there's going to be some good ripping going on. There's been some fun ones of late. And so that might be two segments of WTF tomorrow. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and then, of course, uh, don't forget Saturday morning's Chris and Chris show. We appreciate the everydayers especially. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. For my man, Chris Golick. From Tuscaloosa, I uh, know from Tuscaloosa, Henderson, Vegas, Henderson, Nevada. Uh, I'm Tony Cardasco. Have a Las great Vegas, day, everyone. New Mexico. We'll see you again tomorrow with a recap of the VGK Kings game and much, much more right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.